Hey, welcome to FQ, where we talk about faith, family, and friends. I'm Jacob. And I'm George. And welcome to this week's podcast. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast. It is a date that I just totally spaced because I was looking. It's October Saturday, 15th. October 15th, 2022. <laughs> and that it's is... It's October. It's October. You wee wee. So uh, we are just uh, hanging out. Uh, just me and George, we want to do a podcast uh, because we want to keep doing what God called us to do. And this is something God called us to do. And uh, we, I, I don't know about you, but I felt like I've kind of put it on the back burner a little bit. And I was like, oh, I should really make sure to do what God gave us the platform he gave us and be diligent with it. Yeah. And I was thinking about that a lot too, because we did start it off with just us and Andrew and we had some guests on that weren't TikTok guests, like TikTok guests are cool. And we've made friends with some of the guests that we have on that. We actually talked to on a more, you know, um, I guess more, recent probably you more than i do frequent basis but you know like i'll reach out to uh brinks you know just like on his stuff and we'll message back and forth just stuff a little bit and um you know i've been reaching out to a couple others uh pastor wit and just i've been trying to do the do not be afraid which is you know something also that i feel that i've been called to do for a long time yeah and at first I thought I was just going to be writing it out, but I have a hard time sometimes writing my thoughts out Yeah. to where TikTok for me is kind of a nice platform to go, okay, this, this is, I, I got like a, an outline of an idea yeah. of a little, just, I can't make it more than three minutes. You know, I've been trying to do more one minute ones, but it's been hit or miss the past few weeks, I would say, you know, I'm still doing them and I can, and I will continue to do them and it's send them out to, you know, friends of ours or whatever that we've had on our podcast. But, uh, it's for one caused me to get into my Bible more, yep. which is great. And for two, it's, it's kind of hard to do. Even when you're Googling, do not be afraid and different verses for it. It'll pop up some, but it's not like, here's the list of all the do not be afraid, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna so let, the Lord's really been teaching me through that. Real quick. You keep talking though. I can't, I can't hear you, but I can see your mouse move. Well, you need to hear me, though. <laughs> Just kidding. I can hear you. <laughs> so. But, but like, you know, like that with, with uh, doing what we're called to do, and I think that it we do need to talk more about family and, you know, and our spouses, our children. I don't know about you, but I have a 12-year-old now. My youngest, my baby girl is 12, right? My little buddy, my fishing buddy, (laughs) like I, I, you know, I did the stay at home dad thing with her for a little while. So like we have, 
a little bit of a different bond than I've had with the, you know, all the rest of my kids. And I've had that bond, but it's funny, like when they hit that age and I, Emery said it to me with my boys when they were 12, 12, 13, right in that hormonal shift, brain shift, getting more involved with their friends shift. And she was like, I don't even know if I like them anymore or not anymore, but I don't know if I even like them right now. Yes. I love them, but I don't even know if I like them right now. Trinity's getting sassy and like, just telling me no and not like like joking. No. So grace did that to me today. I was like, Hey, could you do the dishes? You know, that's your chore. Just like that. Just real calm. And she goes, no. And I like grace usually doesn't do that to me. <laughs> yeah. So when she does and she's joking, you know, it really throws me. And and she's like, Dad, do you think I'd really do that? I'm like, you know what? I know you wouldn't. And I know when you think it's funny, I go, but your sister's really testing me. So you just triggered something in me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh. I, I'm like, oh, it's time to, you know, just rain some things in and it, and it's it's kind of funny how kids will do that and i'm sure oh yeah you're yeah. getting that with yours you know especially moving into a new place yeah. they're you know they're trying to stretch their boundaries because lana's 11 Lacey's eight eight yep and then river's three isn't river three now yeah he just wow. turned three <laughs> so and it's all different personalities and and river i'm sure you're you're probably going I don't remember the girls doing anything like this, yeah, you know, because <laughs> he definitely does boys are different. things that you're like, what am I watching right now? <laughs> like what's happening right now? And you're like, um, son, get your hand out of your pants <laughs> you're all the time. <laughs> like, stop it. Keep your hand out of your it's pants. It's not going to fall off, dude. It's it's not going to fall off. <laughs> <laughs> and like, he's like, oh, I... Like there's different things where he's like, Oh, it hurts and you're like, Oh boy, like we need to go get some some like ointment or something because it hurts. <laughs> Pulled on it too hard. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? But he No, it they're they're characters, yeah, for sure. And it definitely they every kid's different and you can speak for that too. You have four and oh yeah. They're all very diverse <laughs> the way they are. They really are. And you see, you know, you'll see similarities in them. And it's funny to watch their relationships, like the way Zachary and Joshua's relationship is. They, you know, I, you know, I'm like, are they even really friends? Yeah. But they talk all the time. You know, they shared a room and they're texting back and forth and, you know, goofing on each other. And, and, I sometimes I miss that, you know, I'm like, Oh, I'm not part of that group anymore. I'm not part of the club (laughs) because we'll all rip on each other. You know, when we all get together and uh, just, you know, just laugh and joke with each other. And, but then seeing the kids do it, it's just, it's, I love it. And at the same time, there's some stuff that I look at them and go, Oh, that's for me. I'm, I am sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, for sure. You're like, that was my bad. I did that. Um, but yep. something you mentioned that, oh, just how, like, 
thinking about how life is going and how it's going by so fast. I mean, I have an app that's called like Parent Q, and it basically updates you like you have 478 more weeks with your daughter before she's 18. And then, like, you look at, like, Lacey, and it's, like, this many weeks. And I, I'm that's just a guess. I don't know how many I would delete that <laughs> No. I couldn't it do makes, that. It like, makes you that so sad sometimes much. where you're, like, <sighs> but, like, I don't pay attention to it a lot. I had it because we had it at Fresh Life. They had that app. And so I just downloaded it and then never deleted it. But I find, like, some of the conversations it has in there are great great topics to talk about and it's like yeah. hey, uh your your daughter's around this age so these are the topics that could be happening around them maybe have some of these oh that's like, good that's like, oh, really cool. good yeah and so it's, it's nice it's to have mean, those it is sad to see this circle that says how much time you have left and seeing it dwindle down because i've had it for three years four years and just seeing it like creep around the circle where you're like Oh no, she's 11. I only have seven more years with her. And then if you're a young parent, like, I guess I'm like in the middle of that. I don't know. Um, but cause I have a young son, so I'm still a young parent. I don't know. But if you have those little no, now toddlers, you're a, now you're a parent of a young one. That doesn't yeah. mean you're young. He's young. <laughs> young I, no, actually, I'm young. And so, uh, so uh-huh. with that young, like the younger kids, you got. <laughs> he just hit his coffee in the microphone. Is it coffee? In it's there? tea. It's throat coat. Oh. <laughs> it's my throat throat coat tea. And so it's just one of those things that, um, you that that those first few years fly by so fast. Like our son is three now and it feels like he is only a baby just recently. And so I remember when like you guys weren't even pregnant with him yet when we met you. Yeah. You know, it was a little bit after that, but it was like, I was looking at the, it was a memory of, of one of our first podcasts pop up or whatever. I'm like, we've been doing this for, we've been doing this for almost three years. It would have to be because it was, we did it before river. That's crazy. Yeah. I never thought of that. I know. I'm like, we've been doing this pretty, pretty consistently. You know, that when I was in truck driving school, you were still doing some, yeah. Um, and then I hop on when I can and been, you know, even when I'm on the road, been trying to do them more consistently, but it's, it goes by so fast and I'm like thinking, you know, a lot of things happened this week that were, I don't know, when I came home, it seemed like there was a shift, yeah. you know, and part of it was. Um, Grace's boyfriend turned 16 and he came and picked her up and they went driving. Oh, and then wow. we, then we found out later that it, that is kind of illegal until he's been driving for six months. So we're kind of put, you know, we're putting the kibosh on that. Like Does we didn't he not have a permit. Like Amory was like, permit. Oh, he, he has not- his license. I thought you but could. When you're 16, 
they they have to you have to have your license for six months before you before you can drive with anyone that's not family you can drive with family so that happened zachary actually got his license you know and he's he started late getting his license but like they just came back and he's like they're they're like we're gonna go walk to walmart and he goes um i can drive (laughs) and i'm like yeah you can i don't have to be in the car with you you know and i'm like you know walmart's just right down the street i'm like he's going with you know my my kids and my um well their cousin from france is here i'm just like we oui, we oui. how why am i so old you know <laughs> like how is this how is this happening you know i'm like and it seems like it would just happen all this week you know yeah and um I don't know how you've been feeling lately. And I, I think I've talked to a few other guy friends and uh, it seems like we're all getting our, our man moon. <laughs> I, I, I don't, don't know. know if ever, I don't know. If I, I, have you heard that? Yeah. The have you heard that moon. term though? No. Man not, moon. I, I kind of, it's like, it's like period kind of, I don't know. Yeah. What you call it. Yeah. But what's interesting is I, so Jill can beg to differ if she wants to. If you ever get on the podcast, you can, but since you're not, just saying. Um. <laughs> She's not even listening to the no. podcast anymore. She's like, no, she does. Those guys are stupid. No. <laughs> so, hey, on a side note, if anybody who's listening wants to get t shirts made, custom made, hats, socks, sleeves of shirts, um, we can do it. Just letting you guys know that we have it at, it is called, why am I brain farting? Compass, Compass Rose. Rose printing.com. <laughs> you guys can find us there and do that. And also I'm on a new adventure. Uh, if you ever want to buy Pokemon cards, that's what I'm doing on whatnot, which is pretty cool that I get to do something. That's fun and actually make money. <laughs> so you're such a nerd. I am. But <laughs> you are. Lastly, I mean, lastly, if I you want to support me, but... our podcast, I think it's really important that there are people from around the world that listen to this. If you do, please message us on Facebook. You can find me and George on Facebook. Uh, the FQ podcast is on there and TikTok and you have an email. What is that email? I have um, G from F cubed at gmail.com. And I've been checking it more. And we also, we do have F cubed.org. Like we own TV. the domain. Or is it? We, I got rid of, I got rid of dot TV because oh, okay. they don't, they didn't have the dot org. Yeah. And um, there, and that org was like free and the F cube dot TV was going to be charging me every month. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, I can't have something charging me that I don't, that I'm not having any income kind to. of yeah. income from, yeah. you know, because we don't like, we have the F cubed hats. Yeah. So people can't, if you've been on our podcast and you would like one, 
I would give it to you for cost, which I think my cost was like 15 bucks, 12, 12 to 15 bucks yeah. plus shipping. You know, um, if any of our past guests would like one, I would totally do that. Um, you know, yeah. I've got like and we 15 can, or 20 of them. We can make shirt. We have shirts that are coming out. And are you wearing your shirt? I'm wearing my shirt. Oh, did yours fade or did it stay the same? Oh, it did. I think it stayed the same. So mine, yeah, a little. <laughs> mine, yeah. Jill forgot but, to, I think, uh, treat it after it was done. So mine, like, turned, like, super faded. And I was like, it looks cool, though. But we will make sure that it is right because we were in the beginning stages of learning. So, but, like, we made our church wanted these ones that are actually faded. So things like that. And then on That's the, cool, man. Then on the back it says, "Jesus is Lord." So it's pretty cool. Nice. But like this shirt, I've washed like thirty times, and it's still good. So they should last a really long time, better than that stick on heat on stick on stuff. Um, but yeah, if you guys love our podcast, please let us know because we really don't know. Like, there's no way to search if you have subscribed or anything which is weird i need to figure out if there's a way to but through anchor they do not let us know if we have like a hundred subscribers or anything like that but please please go share our podcast give us five stars and please communicate with us yes and if you can listen on spotify this is what i would say Please listen on Spotify because Anchor and Spotify are connected. Spotify, uh, Anchor is Spotify's podcast platform, basically. So if you listen to us on Spotify, we're gonna get more. Um, we're gonna get more looks. Yeah. From you, other things on Spotify, it'll you, it'll pop up more. You have to rate us though. <laughs> Please give us a five star rating and let us know that you love the show and that will help us to spread the word about our podcast. Um, I think there's a lot of amazing guests that we've had in the past and even things that me and George have done that have really reached people. Please share it so that they can hear our hear the stories that a lot of our testimonies of our guests that have been on here that maybe can change their life. So please like share send us a five Follow. star rating and yeah cool. like share comment yeah so what can they comment on can they comment on the spotify uh they can yeah leave a comment with their rating so you can do it on okay. spotify t- uh tiktok obviously instagram i actually have an instagram i just don't do anything with it because nobody's on there <laughs> so um, email, I know a lot of Facebook. people, I know a lot of people that are, I would say maybe between your age and my age yeah. that are still hitting up the Insta. It does seem like a lot of people have moved over to like TikTok, but then there's people that are just kind of set in their ways and on Facebook. still hitting the Insta <laughs> and on Facebook and Instagram. And to be quite honest, those are the, the people that are going to spend some money just saying <laughs> yeah you know because like, if you have a business like you have a business yeah. compass rose 
compassrose.com, right? CompassRosePrinting.com. CompassRosePrinting.com. Yeah. Where you can get all your swag needs. Yeah. <laughs> you <Pretty> know, <laughs> if you have if you have a business that like, hey, I want my employees to wear my shirts. Compass Rose. Yep, and we're quicker than yep. most places. So, just know that that because we don't have like hundreds of thousands of people sending us stuff. It doesn't take us a month and a half to get you. It takes us maybe days. If, if not, we can almost do like a four day turnaround or less. So, and if you live real close, then we can even get it in a day. So yeah, we have a coffee shop that actually is using us right now, which is pretty cool. Uh, they're getting like really cool gear that they made. And, uh, the first day he was like, Hey, can I just see what, or he goes, I don't know if I'll do it as all. Hey, just send me one and I'll show you what I can do. And we printed it in like 10 minutes and got it back to him. And he's like, what the heck? That's crazy fast. I was like, well, if we have shirts, we can get done. So yeah, it's pretty cool. And what's the name of the, what's the name of his coffee house? Oh, I don't know. Off the top of my head. We'll have to figure that out. Yeah, I because I think if there's if there's people like that, we should always be cross promoting. You know, if you if you would like your name getting out there, like you're you're, I'm sure it's a local coffee shop, yeah. right? Yeah. So you're in you're in the Bama. Yeah. So people listening there that go to church with you, go to this coffee shop. Yep. <laughs> but. That being all said, sorry about our uh, little side commercial, everyone, but it needed to be said because we want we want to reach people. And so if you guys can, like either way, like helping us, me with our business, or helping this podcast because the more we get and do, the better we can do things with guests and all that. And I mean, we might, I mean, if this really kicked off and people really were supporting this ministry, we can do some crazy things and get more equipment and sound better and go reach people that we never thought we'd talk to. <laughs> so it'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. You can even, um, do we have it set up to be able to donate on yeah. anchor? If you go to dip anchor. Yep. It's on anchor. If you just want to be a part of this ministry and donate anything. So please do. If you feel led, don't do it because you feel pressure. But uh, please just let us know you're like you're listening <laughs> because I mean that's really helpful to be like, hey, I really enjoy this yeah. podcast because I've seen those on uh, iTunes that people have said that, and so we really appreciate those. But uh, back to what we're talking about is you were talking about um, it being <laughs> the, the man moon. moon, yeah. So I think I, I think I think I've skipped it so far. To be honest with you, uh, the reason being that I say that is because I had been, like, I have had my trash kicked for, like, over a month now. <laughs> so, like, uh, I was in the hospital. I had a bunch of things like that happen. I had um, old people getting mad at me, being jerks to me, um, and then having all the, the issues, like, like all these issues with my leg still and all that. And like it, it took forever to go away. And like, it's only been 
a few days of me like really fully being like, Hey, I am feeling back to me. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, Oh, I feel good. Yeah. And I mean, that is what I mean by like, when I say that, you know, they're, you know, when guys get into moods or irritated when you're in pain like that, yeah, it's real easy to get snippy around people, you know, especially the ones you love. I know that I've done it and, and, you know, and, um, especially when I'm not twice, when I'm not feeling well, (laughs) (laughs) I've seen him three times not happy. I won't mention one of them because that's a little too personal, but one was when my dog killed his chickens. The second one was when a lady's dog tried to, beat up their dog and i was like i have seen george mad but those times were like the ones i was like oh he was he would have broke someone off (laughs) yeah i when the when the lady so with that and i'm not going to mention names because i don't know any but there there was a thing on facebook that her dogs that her dogs got out again and then someone asked yeah and then someone on there said, are they good with chickens? Oh, they're so sweet, blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, Amory saw that and went, they are not. They, you know, they have attacked smaller dogs. They took the, the post off completely. <laughs> like, really? If I wasn't who I am, like, you know, I really could have. I still have scars on my knee Yeah, from when that happened you know, and really could have pressed charges and went after her until they put her dogs down. Like that is really, I could have done that because it was, it was, there were repeat offenders Yeah, with these dogs getting out and hurting other animals. But I'm not a litigious person. I believe that the, you know, the Bible says we're not to be going around suing everybody. And she did, you know, not that anything could make something right like that, but she did pay all the vet bills, no <laughs> questions asked. So I was, you know, and I, and I did want to see her cited. I did want to see her get a ticket for it, um, which they never called me to court because I would have showed up just so I could see her get the ticket, not yeah. in a mean way, but in a, there are consequences for your actions. Yeah. You know, I can be very forgiving and I am, but there's also consequences for your actions just because I'm, I'm forgiving doesn't mean there shouldn't be a consequence attached to something that was, was done. Like with you, you replaced the chickens, Yeah, you know, you got us all new chickens and, and, uh, so like, did that make my other chickens come back? No. Did I like the new chickens as much? No. I didn't. Honestly, I didn't. Yeah, I know. You know, you I did. just, I didn't, you know, there was, but the, it, but it was, and it wasn't because, it wasn't because of what happened. It was because, it was they the were your whole. first chickens, those other ones. Yeah. It was everything about it and how we raised them. And, you know, and these little, we got them as chicks too. Yeah. But it was kind of at like. And, and our, our old supervisor said this to us. He's like, you're probably the first kids you have in your house are going to be the ones that you probably have the best 
connection with. And he's like, I don't want to say you're going to have favorites, but you're kind of going, kind of going to have favorites. You really do. And what they say, (laughs) you know, and, and, and I, and I do own like, and, and that was true. Like even from, you know, when we moved into the house and there were kids that were already there, but they became like our first kids and really we did work with them and really they still will reach out to us occasionally and stuff. It's just like, there's just something different that, that bond that we had with them than we did with other students after that. And not that we didn't still do our job and really love on, on those kids. We did, but there's just a shift, you know, it's just a, it's a shift in things like, (laughs) You know, I was saying even even me coming back from the road this week, I was only gone four days. And in those four days, my daughter went driving with her, her boyfriend and um, my son got his license and Amory got COVID. <laughs> Probably got it from me. I don't know. You know, I didn't test, but um, it just, and, I, and I'm feeling pretty good. I feel, you know, I don't feel like sick. I feel more like when my allergies are kicking up. Yeah. But it's just weird, you know, and that was only four days. And I feel like a sh- there was a shift, but there's also a shift in the season. Like something, there's something in, with going into fall. And, I, and I've talked to a couple other friends <laughs> that feel this, that it's almost... It's almost a weird, like primal thing, yeah. and it's, and I don't know how I mean, you hunt. So yeah. I kind of like right now it's hunting season. It's it's rut season, you know. Yeah. And I see it all around, you know, where we live. And there's a lot of you know a lot of hunters and stuff. But I think for guys, it brings up something almost. Like I said, almost primal, almost like we're seeing the end of a season and you're prepping for winter, even though, you know, we pretty much have what we need. You know, it's not like we're in Alaska and make, have to make sure that we kill an elk. So, or get some salmon. So we have food for the winter, (laughs) you know? Yeah. You know, it's not like that, but I think that's still, I think, and guys that's still in us. And when I was talking to another friend, he was like, I've got so much stuff to do around my yard and getting my, you know, just my house prepped for winter and, you know, cleaning up the leaves and just like, it's like, there's a lot, there's like an extra stuff that you have to, to do Yeah. as a guy, you know? And it, it's true. Like you feel like, so if anybody ever questions, like, is there a difference between boys and girls? There is. Like, I don't care what anybody says. And I think both of us have read Wild at Heart, right? Have you? Yes. Yes. And yes. So there I is that book. a huge difference between boys and girls. And just so you know, if you're listening to this and you're a snowflake, there is only male and female. So um, that's a lie if anybody's telling you any different because – a woke culture will not lead you to Jesus. Only Jesus is the only way you can get to God. And so if you think, oh, I am they, them, or any of these other things, you literally 
are being called because the devil wants you to be confused and society wants you to be confused. I, I, I assume it's probably the devil just because he's a part of confusion. And so, and I, and and I, you know, I agree with you on that. Yeah. And what I am going to say too, to that with, with us being Christ followers, we know that truth. Yeah. And you know, and there are people out there that may say differently and they may also claim to be Christ followers. Yeah. But they're wolves in sheep's clothing. And you may be confused. And that's okay. It's okay to be confused. You know, but it's not okay to 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 stay that way. Yeah. And what I would what I would say is Go to the Lord in prayer. I mean, there's people that might be listening to this that aren't believers. And do I expect them to act like Christians or, or, or what I think a Christian should act like? Because, shoot, Christians don't act like Christians half the time, you know, um, if we're going to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's, I met a lot of people that have called themselves Christians that I'd be like, I, uh, I don't see it. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I, I don't see it, you know, and you know, they're walking around glum and cranky all the time. And I, you know what, but I don't, I can't judge their heart. I don't know. That's yeah. not for me to do. That's for, that's for God to do. It's not my job to get someone saved. What it is it would, and, or tell them what gender they are. That's not yeah. my job. You know, um, I will pray for you. I will respect you. I may not agree with you, but that doesn't mean I hate you. Right. You can think that all you want, but it's not true. It's just not a fact. What are the facts here? I love you because you're a human being. That's, that's where I'm coming from. I love you because you're a human being. Do I think there's a better plan? Do I know there's a better plan in, in Christ? And that can bring you that redemption that can bring you salvation. The only religion in the entire world that has the promise of salvation going to heaven is Christianity. And that's because I believe it to be fact that Jesus died for our sins. And I would say Judaism too. And, and in this, I would say because they still, even though they may not believe Jesus is the Messiah now, they still believe that there's a Messiah. Yeah. And they're just on the wrong side of things for, for a little bit, you know, but I believe God will call his children to them. And because those people didn't accept Jesus as a savior at the time, that's what gave us as Gentiles are grafting in to the family of Christ, to the family of God, you know, yeah. that we were, we were bought in by the blood of Jesus into that family. And if you're, if you're confused about any, about your sexuality, anything, don't go to me, go to God. Yeah. And, and it's really, really seek him. And, um, like what, what we're saying is just facts. Like, God loves you. Jesus, he sent Jesus to die on the cross for you, and he did it to pay your sins. And I'm not saying your confusion or your sexual gender is more 
or worse than um, somebody stealing or somebody talking trash behind somebody's back or whatever. It's all the same to go. Let's just go straight to. Let's just go straight to. Um, it's the same as pornography, adultery. Yep. Um, you know, sleeping around because, before you're married. Yeah, because and why? Because it's all sexual sin. Yeah, which is inside your body, and you know, and and that's bringing that into your whole body into your whole self, you know? Um, and that's not what God, that's not God's best for you. And it may feel good. You know, there's things that, that feel good in the moment, but in the end leads to death. And a lot of times it leaves people empty inside, like wanting more because that wasn't satisfying enough. And just know yeah, this has nothing to do with hate at all. If we didn't <clears throat> like you, if we didn't love you, we wouldn't tell you. We just let you live your life and go to hell where you were choosing, but we're giving you an opportunity to turn your life around. And it's not easy. It's not like tomorrow you're going to be, oh, I have a porn addiction and it's fine. I mean, they can. Don't get me wrong. There are some people who are like, I never went back to drugs that day. Um, but just saying that, hey, there is facts that there is. God called you to be something in his ministry. And God called you to do something like for you to reach people. Maybe your job is to be the postal worker that loves on people. Who knows? But <clears throat> if you're confused about who you are, it's going to it's going to be a struggle and you're going to if you don't ever if you don't ever seek out God, you'll never know who you are. Ever. You'll right. you'll, you'll assume right. you know who you are, but there's so much more. And so, yeah. Sorry, that was just a side note <laughs> that got on to No, I, I like there is like <laughs> Well, that actually digs into. I hate the devil. The devil is a liar. We had someone on our podcast, and I and, and I, I can't remember her name, um, but I, I've been looking at some of her her TikToks, and um, you want and, me to say her you know, number now because I remembered it. She goes, she goes by they them now. I think right, Clarissa or something. Um, Start with C. I don't yeah, but yeah I, I don't. She, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to call her out because you I think she's in a rough anyways. place. Yeah, but she right. and she's it, lost in the fact of she got into woke culture. Uh, your favorite verse that you, you always tell people is, "Hey, you just wanted to hear what tickles your ears." What verse is that? Yeah, but um, I'll have to look it up. But yeah, you you mentioned that. Uh, let me see real quick. And so, and and I don't. And the reason I don't want to like call her out and like you could go back and listen to that that podcast. It was really um, good. Is because I don't, you know, and and I pray for her, and I pray that she will um, return to the Lord. But just because, like the scripture that says. 
there's seed that is planted on rocky soil and it sprouts up quick and then is taken away by the enemy. And I feel like that is, it's what happened to her. And, um, and it, and unfortunately that can happen to, it happens to a believers. Yeah. It, it, it happens to a lot of people, you know, um, the verse, I, I could say for myself, go ahead, go ahead. The verse is, uh, second Timothy four, three, and says for the time is coming, um, when people will not endure sound teaching, but have itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions. And we'll turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. As for you, always be sober-minded, endure suffering, do the works of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. You know, and I, I kind of, I, I'm kind of hating the 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 walk the woke culture term and the reason for me that you know hearing it is because a lot of times it's it's, it's said hatefully it's said hatefully <clears throat> and, and i mean by you know people that are that are christ followers and oh those people are woke and like that like it, with an anger to it <laughs> they're, woke. they're not but they're not woke they're, they're being lulled to sleep you know yeah. they're lost and by us saying that, are we? We're we stop loving them. We're doing the same thing. We're not taking the time to stop and pray for that person. We just go, oh, they fell on the woke. They fell on the woke train or the woke wagon. Good and luck. I'm not saying that you know, and but that's not what we're supposed to be doing. That's not what the yeah. Jesus would do. You know, Jesus went after the left the ninety nine to go after the one. We're good. We know where we're going. They're confused. And us yelling, oh, they're just woke, is just letting them get more lost. Yeah. And you're not showing them love to bring them back because that's what's going to bring them back. And that's us why. Screaming that they're they're woke or screaming that you're, you know, you're a sinner and you're going to go to hell, which is not wrong, but it's not going to, it's not it's giving not them helpful. salvation <laughs> no, either. Yeah. And I, you I know, mean, that's not bring salvation. There's a time when the Holy Spirit might lead you to say that, like, "Hey, man, you're going to hell," and like be that straightforward where they need it. But we're not. There are people out there who just say that every time, like, "You're going to hell." I'm going to scare you out of I hell. I know people that that actually got, you know, that's what they needed. Yeah. Someone was said, "Hey, you know, you're you're living this way. You're going to go to hell." Yeah, and they needed that that um, you know people have called it that Turner Burn salvation. Turner Burn, but that's where yeah, that's where God was with them at that point, you know, um, and that's what they needed, and that's what the Lord used. Is He going to use it? God bless you. Is He going to use that every time? No, that's why we have people to come in that have totally different stories than us. Yeah. You know how we've had like so many um so many people on including um 
you know, including that that woman who. I'm, I mean, I, I don't because she's a woman. Um, and to see that after hearing her say, and this is what I really took away from it, and why it saddens me to see uh, her going back that way is, she said, the biggest trick that the devil ever played on me was tell me that I was no one, that I was nothing. And when you're in that, you know, woke culture or saying, I don't know what gender I am or I'm gender fluid. I believe that that takes away from what God has for you. I think if you're a woman, you should champion that. You know, you can do things that men can't. You can give life. You can grow a baby inside of you. No man I, I think ever women, can. You know, no man. I, I think women having their their uh, menstrual cycle, I'll just say it, when, you know, when they're having their period, I think that gives them a resilience that men will never have. Because could you imagine, Jacob, that you go into the bathroom when you're 12 years old and you just start bleeding out your penis? <laughs> this, like, this episode, like, what do you think would happen? Like, what do you think would happen, though? I mean, I think those are yeah. the, the real things that we need to talk about and not be afraid to talk about as Christians. As guys, we would think that we're dying. You would absolutely I know guys think you're that, dying. You're like, that are my dying. age. Yeah, and, and and that's, you know, and girls, you know, they think that too. And hopefully there's a mom around or an older sister that can help them out. I know, I you know, I know women that they didn't have someone around and they just had to figure it out. And, well, I guess this is what my mom did, so I'll, I'll, I guess I'll do the same, you know, um, <laughs> yeah. and just had to figure it out. Uh, and I, and I know that for a fact, because that, that was my wife. She had to do that, you know, and she remembers that she just had to, her mom wasn't around. Her sister wasn't around. She just had to figure it out. Yeah. That is something that I don't think guys would do. I think we'd just go, Oh, great. I'm going to die. I'm going to go into the woods and bleed out. There's a TikTok out there where they, <sighs> The girl asked, hey, where, who do guys turn to when they're having a hard time? And most of them were like, nobody. There is nobody I'd turn to to have this conversation. Yeah. I mean, there was more derogatory words that they use, but there was like absolutely nobody. There's nobody I would talk to. And I feel like you're spot on that most guys would just be, I'm going to die. And I'm not going to tell anybody about it because... What's interesting is girls will talk about that more. Into, I, I mean, to me, that seems more intimate, like of, hey, I'm having my period and all this stuff, like to each other pretty openly. I won't yeah. say everyone, but they have to sometimes because like, hey, can I have a tampon? Like real, real open right, and honest. Right. But guys, we, we your don't butt have could to be bleeding that. and you're like, I ain't telling nobody. I ain't telling nobody I have a right. hemorrhoid the size of Nebraska. And nobody's going to know it. Right. And then when you're walking funny, you're like, and the oh, next thing you know, itch. you're in the hospital with, with freaking 
What, what did you have? I did not get, have a hemorrhoid, but I had no, no. I'm just saying, but I'm just oh, saying in general, cellulitis. Like you had yeah. a, you know, like you had cellulitis, but you probably like at first you're like, eh, it's a little infection. I'll rub some neosporin on it. A hundred percent. I like, did that. Yeah, and then to the point where you're like, oh, you know what? I need to go to the hospital. You know how long it took <laughs> because, me to go to the hospital? It was like. It would have been like probably a week before I'd go, but it. Jill was yeah, like, and the you whole should time you're probably in care. care. Like she's all you should. The go. whole time you're probably in pain. Yeah, crabbing at your family. <laughs> I was, I was like, this is. It was stupid. I was like, why is my inner leg hurting this dumb? And like, then all of a sudden. You go down this list, you go through a hospital where you hang out there, and it's just awful. But, like, really, a lot of times you don't want to talk about it. Like, so, I'm going to be real, like, so I was at church on Thursday. Wednesday night was fantastic in youth and all that. It was great. Um, We did, like, Q&A, and, like, I had their questions from the week before, so I got to answer a good amount of them. And then I was like, okay, well... We'll continue. Like, the deeper questions, I didn't really dig into. So, this week, I'm going to dig into those. That's going to be fun. Um, but, um, <coughs> and what I mean, that's going to be fun. I mean, it'll be fun, but also challenging. Because some of them are, like, harder questions to be like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so, and I <laughs> literally, the thing I put on the board was, uh, what's, your, what's your question, man? And then it was like. I don't know, but maybe we'll we'll figure it out. Is what I put as a subtitle. <laughs> like, I don't know, but we'll figure it out. Um, but like, really, um, I had, like I said, like I have had a doozy of a month ish. Like, yeah, and like yeah. everything, everything that's could be attacked has been attacked in some sort of way, and I'm like, oh, beep beep. And so, um, kids just got back. So they're, they're back safe. <laughs> At least you know. Um, and so I was like, God, like I don't know. And I'm driving to work, and I told Jill this, but it took me all day to tell her, and I didn't tell anybody else until I only told one other person this. So you're the third, and everybody else on the podcast is a, the fourth. Um, but I was riding my motorcycle and it was misting everywhere. And I was only mm-hmm. going like 20 miles an hour, but I'm going down. And all of a sudden you like, you know, the speed wobbles, I got that like yeah. breaking. And so the back end's doing this whole like thing. And I'm like, Oh gosh, like what is going on? I'm like, I, and I couldn't stop it. It was like getting harder. And I'm like, uh, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Like I went to motorcycle school. I know what I'm doing. Like, it's not getting better. It's just getting worse. And so I bailed. Yeah. I, I, I was like, I'm going to have to bail. Like there's, there's no option. I'm, I'm getting really scared here. And I dive into this grass that's by the stop sign. I am, I am so blessed that that bike has special bars on the side. So it basically bumped the bar and just stopped. Like didn't hurt the bike at all. The bike was still like, sitting on that and i was like oh thank you jesus like i didn't destroy my bike and 
I didn't hurt myself at and all. You except, didn't destroy yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, like I had a cut on my ankle. Don't know how I got that. Like it missed my whole entire leg, which I was wearing shorts. I'm like, my leg didn't get hurt at all. I jumped off. Uh, the funniest thing is that my shoe flew off and I caught my shoe in midair. When I landed in the grass, I was like, my shoe. <laughs> and I saw it flipping in front of me, like slow motion. I was like, there it is. And I caught it and landed in the grass. You know, mind you, I'm going to speak to, if you are somebody in Alabama and you saw somebody wrecked like that and you're one of those jerks that just drove by, thanks for not checking on me. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean. What, yeah, what the heck? I mean, I hopped up. I, and jump back on, and my bike wouldn't start. It like had a check engine light and all this, but it's probably because it went on its yeah. side. It was like, whoa, 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 what happened? So I turned it off. <laughs> Not supposed to do that. <laughs> yeah. Turned it off, turned it back on, and then it just started, and I left. And I was like, oh, thank you, God. But like, I was like, thank goodness. All I I noticed a little scratch on my ankle, and I was like, oh, well, that sucks. There's just a cut, but like. I mean, my arms, nothing like I was like, thank you, Jesus. Like you protected me through that. Uh, like yeah. I, t- I timed it perfectly, like where it whipped and I just <laughs> went with the whip and went off into the grass. And I was like, not, not a, nothing like hurt or anything. My bike, I don't know how it just not, not even the bar got scratched. I don't think like there was already a scratch on it and it looks like it's the same scratch. And I'm like. I don't know how that works <laughs> except for that was God. And so, yeah, I, but like, it puts you in this, like, if you ever, if you ever mess up something that's super expensive, it puts you in a mindset of like, Oh my gosh, now I have to fix that. Or like, like, or like you had a close call you're like, God, like you, you either see God or just get into, a dark place where, well, that sucked, or I don't know how I'm going to tell yeah. my family about this or whatever. And so I was quiet most of the day, and even the associate pastor's like, hey, man, you all right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And he goes, you're just super quiet today. I'm, first off, I was really tired, but I was just like, I'm just tired. And then I talked to him, and I was like, yeah, well, after I told Jill that she got mad at me because she's like, I called you three times today. And you didn't tell me anything about this. I was like, I felt like it was more of a, I should tell you in person kind of deal <laughs> because then yeah. you could look at me and go, Hey, oh. I almost died today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, cause I've had, I've done that before. Like where the bike did that, not this bike. This is the first time that bike's done it, but like where another bike like had that when I was braking and yeah. like weaving and I rode it out and it rode out fine. Like you ride, you ride out that and then it, it stops and then you correct yourself and go like no big deal. But I don't know if this bike is just so much heavier that there was nothing I could do when it started getting in the big wobbles. And I was like, Oh no. Like I, I was like, I don't know what to do. (laughs) Yeah. I, I am not good with motorcycles. I, and you know, and of course me, I try to blame Amory, you know, because (laughs) The only time that I've ever like fallen off a bike is when she was there. Yeah. I've ridden other motorcycles and she wasn't there and you know, it was, I was fine, you know, but, uh, I just, 
I think they're cool. I think I would really like riding, you know, riding a, a motorcycle. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, in the back of my head, I always have my mom saying, well, I'm, if you ever get a motorcycle, I'm going to blow it up. Um, cause she, <laughs> you know, her, uh, well, she had a, she had a brother and sister that were killed on the motorcycle oh, right down the street yeah. from their house, you know? So like, that's always kind of in the back of my head, you know, that was like, you know, I was a little, little, little when I happened, I don't remember, like, really remember it besides hearing about it. But, you know, that was something that, uh, even when I went to, it was, even when I went to high school, um, one of the teachers was telling that story. So this was 20 years later, you know, and it's still being talked about. And when he was telling it, you know, he was like, yeah, he was probably going too fast. I'm like, well, actually, what happened was, you know, there was a defect in the bike. The bike would was recalled later, like after they, you know, had passed and everything, and and uh, hit some gravel and and you know it bent the the rim, and that's why that you know that's why the accident happened. And he was like, "How would you know that?" I'm like, that was my aunt and uncle. And it, you know, like it was just like yeah. it just like he just jaw dropped, like he, you know, like we really, you know, it is a. It, I was going into the, in, the same high school that they went to, so that's you know, kind of known, but still being talked about that many years later. Yeah, that's pretty, you know. So, I, uh, I probably, I might get a dirt bike. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or a trail like a trail rider, you know, something like yeah, that. Yeah, but fun. like something small, but but yeah, it, I just it puts a perspective in your mind, I guess, of like, whoa, that was a close. Yeah, one. but I mean, I've had that in cars too, or just even walking. I've had people like run a, into a curb, and you're like, what the heck? Not not necessarily me, but like somebody else, and I saved them. <laughs> like I grabbed them, like yeah, holy crap, yeah. that was a close one. But like. Right. You you have those moments, but as a man, like it is weird because I was like, I really don't want to talk about it. Like that that sucked. And I yeah. sometimes you just go, I just don't want to talk to anybody about it because I'd rather just let it go and move on. <laughs> and like Well, even even, you know, guys dealing with depression or yeah. PTSD, like it's something we don't want, you know. It's 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 like, it's a stigma, you know, it's like something that we don't want to talk about because you don't want to be, um, um, stereotype. You don't want to be vulnerable. You don't, well, you don't want to be vulnerable. So you don't want to let that guard down. You don't want to let people know that you have a weakness, especially when we're trying to be stoic or whatever, strong for our families. Yeah. You know, and I, and my kids know that I cry because I'm like freaking cry baby but i do i'm not afraid to show some of my emotions but if i'm in a dark place which does happen you know i'm just gonna be honest it does happen and sometimes it comes out of the blue i don't know why you know like i was talking to a friend of mine that he was kind of going through some stuff too just like just feeling i don't know um extra angry, extra bummed out, extra just leave me alone. Yeah. Kind of feelings. And, you know, and it's, 
I don't want to tell, I don't want to tell anybody about that. I don't want to tell anybody that I'm, I'm having dark thoughts, which is probably the worst thing to do. You know, <laughs> yeah. if you're having those thoughts, find someone that you can talk to, you know, reach out, please. You know, as men, we need to start that, you know, having each other's backs and we can still be manly men and, you know, pat each other on the back and, you know, punch each other in the arm and, you know, be, still be man enough to say, Hey man, I'm dealing with some stuff and I could use some prayer. I've got a few good friends that I can call out to that. I, Hey, they don't even, I don't even necessarily have to tell them, you know, what's going on, but I know they got my back. I know they're in my corner. I know they're praying for me. Yeah. Um, you know, you being one of those friends. And yeah, I would I, I would just, call you and just be like, just pray for me, man, I'm pissed, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but, and that's okay, yeah. you know, but it, at the same time, it is like, I, I, I equate things with seasons, and I think for, I think some guys do, like, especially guys that are, you know, hunters or and having a, you know, they do look at that as a way to, provide for their family like hey if i don't get a deer this this um this season it's going to be really hard on our family for the winter time yeah i know there's guys out there that are dealing with that right now you know if i don't you know guys that are in construction and if this job doesn't you know if it's if it starts snowing early and we're off this job i don't know how i'm going to make it through the winter you know, it, it just, I think we have those kind of thoughts that not everybody understands and that men will keep inside, Yeah. you know, cause we want to be able to provide for our families. And when you're struggling with that, I think that really as a, um, is a point that can be going to a dark place, going to depression for, for some guys. Yeah. And I think we, I think we all go through it to some extent and we don't want to admit it because we're men. That's not what we do. You know, <laughs> we just deal with our stuff. Like, you know, we, I, we worked in a, a residential treatment facility for, for women, you know, yeah. and then, you know, they did start opening a, a guy's one and or for young ladies, I should say. Um, and I had worked in one before that was all women. And <laughs> I would hear women say, why don't they have something like this for guys? And my answer was they do. It's called prison. <laughs> and I'm serious because like, some guys, when they're going to those dark places, um, can commit violent crimes, you know, <laughs> like, like, um, or either, you know, hurt themselves or hurt others. Yeah. It just like, uh, because we, we, uh, because of the stigma of, you know, yeah, because you getting don't therapy and getting help. And it's, it's hard to ask for help and we get that. And like, but some, some of the most manliest thing you can do is really get help because God even mentioned, we can't do this alone. 
And that's yep. We need our brothers. We need our our people around us. We need our our team around us. And any anybody who knows anything knows that they like any anybody that knows anything about like people who have gotten rich and all that. They just didn't sit around doing nothing. They had people around them who did help them in some sort of way, whether it was a yeah. cheerleader or somebody who's like, Hey, I know how to do graphic design. Cool. I'm going to do this business and I need your help to come up with this idea. Cool. <laughs> and I mean, like there are people around them. Like if you look at even, I don't know, churches that are doing well, there's a good team behind that pastor and they're praying for him. They're, they're helping him and there's good people in that church that are helping the church and all that. And so, I mean, you can make a difference in your community just by helping. Like if you want to get out of your funk, if you're depressed and all that, I'll tell you this, like one thing you can do is go out of your way to help somebody. Like don't, don't think, Oh, I'm just gonna, just going to sit here and do nothing because that won't help. But I dare you to get out of your, 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 your slump, your hurtness and go help somebody. If you have an old lady down the street, Hey, can I mow your grass for you? Is there anything you need done? (laughs) Like do something like go to your church and go, Hey, is there something I could do for your, for the church? Is there a food pantry? Can I, can I check all the cans and do this? And something can't remember who said it. I think it was Miss Kayla at Alpine, but she's like, one thing you can do, and she'd tell the kids this, is, did you make your bed today? And they're like, well, yeah, because that was like, I don't know, when you came in. Or it was a chore they had to do. Yeah. But, I mean, there was oh, houses, yeah, we there's houses now that did not. <laughs> but, in general, that was a general rule that you had to do that. And so she'd go, Hey, did you make your bed today? And they're like, yeah. And she goes, okay, you've accomplished one thing. So keep your head up. It wasn't like you were wasting your day. You didn't do nothing today because some people are like, I didn't do anything today. And she's like, you, did you make your bed? Well, yeah. You make your lunch? Yeah. Okay, you've accomplished some goals. Did you turn in your homework today? Yeah. Okay. Well, like, you're not looking at your perspectives wrong. And a lot of times we we have a bad perspective of, of God, like what God's doing in our life. And we're like, God's just busy right now. No, like it meant so much that a bunch of you guys were praying for me that it, it touched my, my heart in a way that I don't think it will ever, I can't ever like unthink that is, Hey God, you, you knew I was having a hard time in the hospital and you, I was on your mind enough for you to wake up a bunch of people and tell them, Hey, you need to pray. Yeah. And I'm like, that is you also. Who's listening. That's George. That's Anne Marie with her not feeling good right now. That's all his kids in the house and his son. That's back in Chicago. Um, that's my kids upstairs. That's my wife, my parents, your parents, um, everybody that is on here. God has you on his mind. And just thinking about that is you're actually somebody to God and not just some uh, afterthought of God, but God actually does go, you know what? I love you so-and-so, and I know you're struggling right now, and I knew you'd be struggling right now, 
So there's people out there praying for you. But if you don't have a relationship with God, you'll never know that. And if nobody around you on your team in your circle aren't Christians, you're not getting prayed for by by your team. But maybe your grandma is. Maybe somebody that you work with is praying for you. Or I mean, I, I you know this because I've told you this, but I, I definitely feel like there was times in my life that – I wasn't walking right with the Lord and my mom knew that, you know, and she had friends that knew that and they were praying for me. And one of the, the greatest things and kind of like, like, whoa, kind of moments for me was when, uh, we walked in the church that my parents went to and I grew up going there, you know, and people, you know, I didn't, like I hadn't, I stopped going for a while you know, and the Lord was calling me back and started, you know, returning, you know, and started going to the church. And I, you know, there was a, like a fellowship luncheon, whatever afterwards. And my mom's like, Oh, I want to introduce you to some friends. Yeah. And they meet us and the words out of their mouth was, Oh, we've been praying for you for years. (laughs) <laughs> for years yeah like even before i was getting into some mess yeah you know and i could have taken that as what the heck did my mom say which i kind of did you know <laughs> what has she told them yeah but at the same time like these women took the time to pray for me and amory for years yeah for years which like awesome. when when someone's like like when someone says it to you like I, and and those ladies became friends of mine and like uh, you know spiritual moms to me and and will still hey I'm praying for you and your family I'm praying for your kids yeah you know and this is thirty years later yeah you know like really like it's it's you know uh, thirty forty. No, thirty years later. Yeah, that's crazy. And I, it, and I, and I, and I, you know, and I love that, and I love them, and I, and God was thinking of me that much to have them praying for me, and I know that there was definitely some times in my life that uh, <laughs> their prayers probably saved my butt, you know. <laughs> yeah, and I know you have to probably jump off here in a second. But um, so one thing I wanted to talk about that you reminded me of is there was a pastor uh, that was here at our church, and uh, they were like, I didn't know if you were unzipping your Bible or zipping it. So that's why I was like, I don't know if he. I'm, un- I'm zip. No, I'm no, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and so I just was, I wanted to look up a scripture that was going along with this, but go ahead. There was a pastor who came and visited, and um, some like the associate pastors and stuff. We're like, I've never heard his testimony, but he was at, in the pulpit and he was talking and he goes, he goes, I just know like something like, I just know that God is real. And the reason being is, um, he was a drug dealer and he had been in and out of jail and prison and stuff like that. Like since he was, I think he said nine to 19, he had been in and out like 49 times. Something crazy like that. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> so, like, he had been in and out. Oh, you're good. Um. <laughs> she, she, she's like peeking in the door. She's like pointing at it. I'm like, ah, I can't remember my password to get into it right now anyway. Because um, I was trying to look up the scripture I wanted to find. So he, I, I know I highlighted it. Sorry. So he, he said that he was like drug dealing and all this stuff. And so um, him and his three buddies went down some, some hill and uh, they were talking and he was like, they're like, I just don't feel good about where are these guys are taking forever and all this stuff. And all of a sudden he's like, Oh man, guys, I need to go. Sm- I, I want to go smoke. They're taking forever. So I'm just going to go up to the truck and go smoke. So he goes up to the truck and is smoking. And um, he said that a person appears and they talk to him and go, hey, don't don't go. You stay here. Don't leave this spot. And he was like, but my friends are down there. And they're like, no, you don't leave this spot. You stay here. You don't go down there. And he was like, but I, I, I need to go back with my friends cause they're doing a drug deal. So he's like, I need to be down there. And he's like, uh, he's like, he goes, the, the person, and I can't remember the whole story like verbatim, but basically that person told him he needed to stay here and then disappeared. Like he turned around to grab his cigarettes and he turned back around and that guy was gone. And then he's like, that's so weird. I don't know why that person said that. And then. He's started, he's smoking, and then all of a sudden he hears, boom, 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 boom. And the, his two friends got shot and killed that day. Oh, wow. And so they both died, and he freaked out, jumped in the truck, took off home, comes home, and he goes, I come home to my, uh, my mother who prayed for me all the time and all this stuff, and... uh he, his mom goes, Oh, what are you doing here? And he's like, nothing. Just, just coming, just coming, just coming home to say hi. And like goes to this whole thing. And then, um, like he, he then went to church and like a month or so later became a Christian. And then he asked his mom one day, like, uh, because she said something that same day, she goes, Hey, where's, Tony and Randy, I don't know their names, but he's like, where's Tony and Randy? And he, uh, she goes, are they dead? He goes, how do you know that? She was like, I just know like that, that they're dead. And then he like sometime later talked to his mom and he goes, I never questioned you again on this, but how did you know that those guys died? She goes, I prayed for you and I prayed for you every day that you'd be safe. And I just felt like the Holy spirit was like, you need to pray for him right now. And so she, I think if I remember correctly, she called a bunch of friends and was like, we need to pray for him now. Like right now, whatever you're doing, drop what you're doing. We're praying for him right now. And so they prayed for him and he goes, he goes, I don't know if that was an angel. I don't know if that was Jesus himself that came and talked to me, but that person came and stopped me. And, and like, He's like, I'm blown away that her, because at that time I knew prayer worked, but I didn't know how well it worked that, 
<laughs> God would send somebody to stop me from getting killed because he goes, if I would have been killed, I would have definitely gone to hell. Like I didn't ever ask Jesus to be my Lord and savior or anything. And he goes, and he goes, it's still, I still don't know about my friends and it hurts that way. But like, just thinking about that, like your prayers work, whether you, yeah, like you just got to know that it's not in your time. It's always God's time. And too often we're like, it needs to be in my time. And just knowing that God shows up when he needs to and when he wants to. And that sometimes makes you uncomfortable <laughs> because you're like, hey, God, my bills are, are getting big and my money's not getting big. So I need your help now. Yeah, I... <laughs> Yeah. I just think about, you know, even times when I'm, you know, been on the road, like coming up on an accident scene, you know, in my truck and like, I don't know what went on for that person, you know, and I, I pray for that, you know, whoever's in the accident. Yeah. But it's like, you know, for whatever reason I was delayed, you know, I didn't get on the road when I wanted to, and I might've been, feeling upset about that. Okay. This is going to make me get home later or, you know, oh, I wanted to do the podcast with Jacob, but now I can't because I don't have the time to stop, you know, and just yeah. like, there's certain things that it's like, Oh, maybe that's why, you know, or that happened or I could have been involved in that or I needed to be, you know, I ran into the, you know, like, I ran into this person that I needed to talk to or pray for or encourage, you know, and if I would have left earlier, whatever, you know, whatever the situation may be, I wouldn't have had that appointment that, that God, yeah. you know, that God moment, you know, and I think sometimes we just need to, you know, we don't always listen to those things because it could be inconvenient. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, do we miss things that God has in store for us that maybe it's not anything dangerous or could have, you know, changed your life or somebody else's life in any way because God can use somebody else. But what would that have done in your heart if you were just obedient? You know, yeah. I was, I was talking to a friend in prayer group and we were we were going to be praying for each other and they were like, kind of like, okay, we need to do this quick basically at the end of the time. Cause we got to all got to go pick up our kids. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and so I just felt the Lord laying, you know, on, on my heart to pray for my friend next to me and just that he would have uh, more faith and, and just be, you know, God has a calling on him and he's been like, kind of not that he hasn't been doing, what God has wanted him to, but he needed more boldness, you know, is what I kept felt feeling. And I was like, well, you know, we were supposed to pray to the person on the right. And that's, that would have been Marie. And so I could have said that, you know, prayer for, for her. And, and, um, but I just kept getting, no, this, this is for this guy. And he told me late, you know, he said, you know, whatever I said to him, whatever prayer I prayed for him, I don't even really remember because it was really the Lord leading me. Yeah. He was like, that was needed at that time. 
And thank you for doing that because that strengthened my faith. And in turn, when he told me that, I'm like, thank you for letting me know because that strengthened my faith because I was like, Lord, is this really you? Is this really you? And I'm questioning it, you know, and, and by him saying that, I was like, the Lord was like, see, I got you. I told you. And it was funny. I, you know, I was telling Amory about that and she was like, I'm, I'm glad that you did that. And you listened to the Lord because she's like, I was feeling impressed at that same time that if you came and prayed for me, that I was supposed to stop you and tell you that it wasn't for me, that it was the prayer was supposed to be for somebody else. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I just like, I love when God does that stuff. And yeah. what we're talking about, you know, he cares. For, I can't find the exact scripture, but it will be the do not be afraid of the day for when I do it tomorrow, or I might do it after the podcast tonight. Um, but Jesus cares about the sparrows, the sparrows, tiny little birds. You know, the Lord cares about the sparrows and says, so how much more does he care for you? Someone that he created, God created us in his image. You had um, you posted something on TikTok, and it was a pastor talking about um, about Brian Regan, who's oh, yeah. a very funny comedian, very clean, and and um, pretty sure he's a Christian. You know, I, I think, yeah, I'm pretty so sure he is. When it, yeah, I think don't, don't I think he has that, said that he is. <laughs> I think he has said he is, um, but he. So this pastor was listening to him and then he had a, a speaking engagement and someone afterwards said, do you know who Brian Regan is? And he's like, Oh yeah, I love him. And he's thinking, I'm going to be able to, you know, someone's going to introduce me to him kind of thing. But she was like, you sound just like him. And it, and he was talking about how, when we're influenced by people that we may start, sounding like them and you can look at that as from a worldly perspective if you're around someone who is say they're cussing all the time it's going to be easier for you to pick that up and you might start cussing all the time you know or cussing more than you ever did you know yeah or, or you know just just the, that's just a little example is, but, is a bible verse the one where it says um are not two sparrows sold for a penny and not yes, one of yes. them will that is Matthew 10:28 through 30 I think uh 20 like 28 29 29 through 31 so it's Matthew 10. Yeah that says, do not be afraid of those who want to kill you. I read this the other day. They can only kill your body. They cannot touch your soul. Fear only God who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Not even a sparrow worth only half a penny can fall to the ground without your father knowing it. And the very hairs on your head are all numbered. So do not be afraid. You are more valuable to him than a whole flock of sparrows. And... I don't, I, I, I love seeing 
Have you ever seen like sparrows, like when they're kind of migrating and just the swarm they create? Like it's huge. It looks, Is that I don't when know, they were, kind of when they were flying like near Alpine and yeah, like it was by the train tracks and there was like thousands of them like doing the wave. Yeah. Yeah. That was them. Okay. Yeah. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking yeah. about. They were crazy. It was crazy to watch. You're like, uh, what yeah. the heck? And just thinking God cares about us more than those birds that he's, you know, designed to go find food in the winter, yeah. you know? <laughs> Yell at them, God cares about me more! Oh, they're flying by. <laughs> that, the bird's like, what a jerk. We know. <laughs> but I just, I... I, I love, I love the Lord. And oh, so what I was saying though, with that, that preacher saying that he sounded like Brian Regan and being influenced by that, we, the more we get into the word, the more you're going to be influenced by it. Yeah. The more you're going to sound like, you know, like Jesus, you know, the closer you're going to get. And if you're, if you're not doing that, you're a Christ follower and you're not doing that it's going to be easier for you to fall into temptation. You know, the enemy is going to grab a toehold and then grab your foot and then drag you down, you know, and that could be, that could be anything, you know, just because you're a Christian and you're saved and you're following Jesus doesn't mean you can't be sucked into sin. You know, it, it was, you know, you could have the greatest sermon in your life and you're on a high and then boom, right afterwards, the enemy just starts coming in. If you're not protecting yourself, he's coming in like a flood and giving you all the, you know, whatever, whatever things you may be struggling with, it's all right there in front of you, you know? And if you're not holding up that boundary and getting into the worship and getting into the word, you could very easily fall into that trap, you know? Like somebody told me, uh, it was, it was an associate pastor at our, at my church now. Um, I'm not going to go into details because I don't know who listens. But basically, he, he said he had this great worship session like we had at church. And I'm not going to say I was there or not because I don't even know if I was. But um, that we, we had a good worship going on and like the Lord really spoke through him during worship and all that. And he said, like, he was walking back, and some guy, like, gave him the cold shoulder and was really rude, like, <laughs> like snappy with him. And he goes, and that one thing, just one little thing that, like, God did all this awesome stuff during worship, and I let that one thing just take it all, like, take it all away and was, like, upset me. And he goes, "It's we can do that as just people or it, like as Christians, like, man, I just went and prayed in my, my closet and prayed quietly where nobody knew I prayed. I come out and my wife's yelling at me. The kids are being brats and all this stuff. And you're like, uh, what the heck? But it doesn't mean that you were wrong in that situation or anything like that. But I think that we get this weird perspective that, uh, that like everything will be perfect. <laughs> like I just prayed it should be perfectly fine and everything should be good, but you never know. You know what I mean? Like 
And it's not that the devil's using your family against you, but life is happening around you still. Right. And, and it's, you know, our, we have a very real enemy and it's not our spouse. It's not our children, but will he, you know, will, can they be used? Yeah. Unfortunately, just like we can, whether, yeah. you know, whether they, you know, just like we can absolutely. Um, and I was saying, you know, even stuff that you listen to, you know, music that you listen to. I was, I, one of my favorite bands is Led Zeppelin. And I have, you know, people going, Oh, that's, you know, because you, you know, um, I don't know, you, whatever, because you're an old hippie, whatever (laughs) people might want to say, you know, people like, like, you know, I only listen to Christian music. I I can't say that. I only listen to Christian music. I do listen to secular music. One of my, like I said, um, one of my favorite bands is Led Zeppelin. (laughs) And my dad gave me my first Led Zeppelin album. And that's when, you know, was on vinyl. That's when we actually had albums before CDs or Spotify. You know, (laughs) there were these discs that we had to put, you know, and couldn't jump around. Otherwise, the record would skip. Was that before um, 8-Tracks or after 8-Tracks? That was was before 8-Tracks. So the, you know, the vinyl albums were like the first things that were mass produced. So... Led Zeppelin three was a double album. We're dating, we're dating you know, George. Right you now. could, now you know yes, you could, you could open it up. And <laughs> so this album like was like, it, it was my dad's, you know, when he was a teenager or whatever, and he yeah. gave it to me. And, uh, so I just, I was listening to that album on Spotify and, uh, this song called friends comes on. I'm looking up the lyrics for her. Um, for it right now because when you listen to stuff and you know whether it's worship or whether it's whatever it is secular music christian music that's that gets into you whether you really think it or not and i so identified with this like even thinking back to when i was a kid and how we were talking about you could just change someone's day by the way you react with them even by giving them a, a smile. So um, I'm listening to this song and I've heard it hundreds of times. Right. And I'm like, not, I'm just like, I'm actually paying attention to the lyrics. And so the, um, the lyrics are starts out bright light, almost blinding black night, still there shining. I can't stop. Keep on climbing looking for what I knew had a friend. She once told me you got love. You ain't lonely, which God is love. If you have God, you will not be lonely. You know that. And there's a lot of lonely people in this world. You could be feeling lonely in a, a room full of people. Um, so then it says now she's gone and left me only looking for what I knew. I'm telling you now, the greatest thing you can ever do now is trade a smile with someone who's blue now, it's very easy. Just met a man on the roadside crying. Without a friend, there's no denying. You're incomplete. 
there'll be no finding looking for what you knew. So anytime somebody needs you, don't let them down. Although it grieves you, like sometimes, oh man, I, I want to do something for that person, but I got all this other stuff going on. Yeah. So like, although it grieves you, like you might want to, it's going to take time. You may have wanted to do something else, but you know, God saying, no, you need to be there. And then the next line is someday you'll need someone like they do looking for what you knew. And it's just, I I love, I just love that because how it says the greatest thing you can ever do now is trade a smile with someone who's blue. You know, you see someone that may be down, they may be crying and you know, Oh, I don't want to get into that right now because I've got this going on or that going on. Yeah. But you take that moment to either give them a smile back or say, Hey, are you all right? And it could you, it could give you the opportunity to share Christ with them and bring them to salvation. It could give you that opportunity and you could turn their entire life around just by smiling and being kind. Yeah. I was listening to a story of a, a guy who, um, he became a Christian, but before that he was going, his plan was to go home and commit suicide. And he kind of just threw a prayer up and he said, Lord, basically, you know, I'm just paraphrasing. If someone smiles at me, then I'll, then I won't kill myself. Then I'll basically, then, then I'll come to you. Yeah. And someone smiled at him. And that was it. That's all they had to do. And it changed his entire life. We don't know what we're dealing with when we're dealing with people or what they're going through. And if we can just show them kindness and love and the love of Christ, like Jesus did, we could change their entire life. Yep. Amen. I think that's a good spot to... I think it is. Pack it up. <laughs> you want to pray us out? Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. That was good. That's so good. Hey, if you didn't listen to this at, at the end of this podcast, uh, we had $100 bills waiting for you, but uh, no, too much. just kidding. <laughs> but uh, I've said this before. If you've made it this far, all you have to do is message us on Facebook, TikTok, or Instagram, or send George an email. And let us know you got this. The first one to do that gets a free hat. So we have an yes. FQ free hat somewhere for somebody if they listen. So the email long. the email is g from fcubed at gmail.com. And on Facebook it is fcubed uh, faith family friends. And it there's two of them, a fan page and a private page. I don't know. I couldn't change the private one, so there's that. But um, Instagram that's easy. You find us, add us. You don't even need to wait for us. You can add us and message me. And then the other one is TikTok. So you can message, uh, just, you can even leave a comment and be like, hey, <laughs> I'm first one. Can I get a hat? And I got you. <laughs> so, well, actually, George got you because he's got all hats. But uh, we'll, yes. we'll pay for it. But I got shipping. you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um Thank you guys for listening, and we'll pray right now. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, God, for everybody that has listened to this podcast, God. 
that you lead them and guide them uh, to you, Father God, and the ways you want them to go. Uh, thank you, God, for George. Thank you, God, for Anne-Marie and both of them feeling better, Father God, that you heal them. You said by your stripes they are healed, and we're believing that, Father God, that they will be healed. And uh, thank you, God, for uh, Trinity, Zach, Josh, Grace, and everybody in their house, including their wee-wee uh, cousin. And thank you, God, for uh, just protecting them and guiding them. Thank you, God, for everything you're doing in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.